So welcome to the Seekers Friend Podcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, hostess, hostesses, uh, Dara Fitz, hostess with the and I'm hostess. here with uh, the the Owen. earphoneless Garfling, Owen, Owen Garfling Owen. Murphy. It's Garfling. It is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this podcast, as you obviously know, because you've clicked on it and you've seen the title, it's just going to be like air views on the world. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to watch all the classes. I got to watch a lot of them. Girl, got not to at watch work. a lot of them. Not Definitely at not at work. Um, so we're just going to like go through and what what stood out to us. Obviously, we're definitely going to miss a load of people uh, and a load of unbelievably uh, impressive lifts. Just trying to figure out what Toshiki snatched there. Um, so we just have a Let's list. Let's start with Toshiki. So okay, we'll start Toshiki. So Toshiki, um, a lot of people's favorite lifter. He's uh, he's fantabulous. So I'm gonna say the most aesthetic lifter of all squats for sure. Yeah, His squats are hands down the most aesthetic. Um, so he actually won gold from the B session. Yeah, which is is um not uncommon. I think it happened in another men's lighter weight class. Yeah, but no one expected it, and everyone's very happy for Tashiki. I think it's yeah. fair to say he's a bit of a phenomenon. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. His squats are gorgeous. Yeah. So to see him get goals is... He seems kind of sad sometimes. So I'm very happy for him. <laughs> uh, as weightlifting is want to do to people. And so that, like the 208 clean and jerk, um, which won it for him, basically, yep. was... I think his jerk looks better now than it's looked at any point in the previous kind of two years. It's, it's I know he struggled with the... I think it was a broken ulna, was it, or a broken radius? It was like, wasn't it? It was worse than a break. It was like a, fr- a fracture, which are notorious hairline fracture, notorious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's a, like a stress fracture, which yeah, or take longer to heal. And if you see, like a lot of his lifts for the last year and a half have been great. Well, better. Yeah, they're like they're constantly improving. They're incredibly unstable overhead, but they're getting a lot better. And if you go and look at that two hundred eight clean and jerk, like the jerk is phenomenally good. Um, by all accounts, those kind of stress fractures are much are more painful than a broke break as well. I've no doubt. I've uh, luckily enough, I don't think I've ever had one. And I'm You've sure never I've had a broken bone. Nope, not that I know of. Maybe oh, I've broken Jesus. my knuckles. I definitely my knuckles, but nothing else. Okay, so he, I, oh, what did he snatch? Um, so his clean is his clean along with his back squat are definitely some of the most clean for sure pleasing things to watch in the game. His clean was amazing. Yeah. Oh, what did he snatch? Because we know, so obviously Toshiki as well is one of the things he snatches. I think he snatches it by Reebok now, so he snatches in nanos and not mechons anymore. Is he still doing that? Fuck, it fits. Where is he fucking? (laughs) Yeah. And that's obviously the 89 kilo weight class. Um, People actually, I saw a lot of people like in the comments and stuff talking about uh, how are B session lifters allowed into the B session. And I think it definitely happened in London a few times. I remember the commentators talking about it, like coaches putting their younger lifters who might be a bit nervous of the A session and like being kind of a bit freaked out by being in with the big names and like, and their heroes and they'll put them in the B session and they'll, they'll make very big lifts um, and they mightn't even have, like they'll have a lot more control over because there won't be the same people going for the same weights as them. So psychologically they might have a bit of an advantage. They'll be, a lot more relaxed they won't be under as much pressure they'll have a bit more ability to manipulate rest times with their with their attempts being called and stuff like that so that might just be one little explanation you know actually one thing we didn't write down and we better talk about now before I forget is of course Egypt 
being banned. So in twenty six, so in twenty sixteen, I think everyone was um, equally and rightfully so outraged at this. I suppose. Yeah. So regardless, and I suppose you've if you've listened to our podcast enough, regardless of your views on doping. Yeah, like you'll know we're fairly liberal for people, and we just want to we just want to watch weightlifting, but two 14 year old girls I think tested positive in 2016 yeah. and it was kind of hushed up until now due to their ages as well apparently but I think there was uh, of course with the AWF there's always some backdoor dealings going on Yeah, and obviously whatever happened um, couldn't be covered up or it came to fruition or it had to be in the current doping culture or anti-doping culture depending on whose side you're on look there's there's absolutely it doesn't matter whose side you're on there's no. like when you're dealing with minors there's absolutely no excuse for that um, so like uh, in the past like when we've talked about blanket bans and, and Russia with the last Olympics and and all these different things like different sanctions I'm all for a blanket ban of people who are doping minors uh, that's also not the first time Egypt have had that issue as far as I remember yeah um, and it's been young, very young girls as well which is so when as an older male or even an older female so females less so but for males of course like doping has less serious Boarding and just cosmetic effects there's also some people are health effects that aren't detrimental yeah. and obviously as an adult you make your own decisions but in terms of minors you're yeah. dealing with a whole plethora of issues like you're just, in there's too many to talk about really it's, it's, <laughs> we won't even get into no. it no so suffice it's, to say it's a, a rifle ban for sure yeah Um, one that we totally agree with now of course it sucks that Mohamed Ehab didn't get to play off in yeah, the definitely. 81s but that's uh, it's obviously a massive deterrent for him because he would have been a shoe in for a medal if not goals yeah well, I don't know if he would have clean and jerked enough to beat Lou. So, but that, he would have been right up there. So, as far as I know, this is them gone from the Olympics as well. So, unless of a bound for scene circumstances, they have got the two-year ban that everyone's supposed to get now. Yeah. So, in the unlike a very unlikely scenario that he comes back for the Olympics, I don't think like Egypt get enough money to pay off the IOC. <laughs> is that is that what you're talking about? See, I don't know if the IOC will would take it. Like, yeah, obviously, okay, I can't know. But they would have enough money, of course, to take it. Yeah. But I don't think they'll be able to swindle this back. So it seems unlikely. And like, if you look at Mohammed Ehab, by all accounts, he's a very nice person. And in all of yeah. his, his Instagram, it's always Tokyo 2020. And of course, that's his live stream now. And yeah. And he's in a great place to win. If he it. was to compete, to do very, very well. He'd have a solid chance of winning. Yeah. And it's. Um, well, the unfortunate part of this is so, regardless of if he's dopey or not, this is his life's work gone now. And it's very. Yeah. Now, Ehab is... Um, You're talking about another five years to uh, to become an Olympic champion, which that, is obviously what his aim is. Yeah, so this is... If he isn't able to make make the next Olympics, uh, it's kind of in some ways crippling unless... Yeah. Which is very... It's quite sad, I suppose. Yeah, um, very unfortunate. So, bar, so, partaking the Olympics is one thing, but missing Olympics because you could have won... He's 29 now. So obviously Lou is an exception that proves the rule there. We're yeah, not sure. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's unlike it's it's less likely they'll make it. So it's uh, quite shit. But obviously, yeah. you have to deter them, and it's quite a big deterrent in for Egypt in some ways that they're in a scenario now where they've lost uh, not only a world's medal, which means less, but an Olympic possibly gold medal or silver, which yeah, means look, a look, lot more. We're not going to sit here and make this into a pity party like no. they dope fourteen-year-old girls. No, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. obviously a great deterrent for them, you know. Yeah. So that's a big one. Um, oh, also they had a, they have a very good female as well, and I just can't think of her name, but she would have been up there in one in her weight class, and obviously she's not going to make it nowhere. Yeah. Either. So, 
Um, so moving from the most aesthetic male lifter to probably one of the most just aesthetic weightlifters ever. Who's that? The Chu. Chuo? Yeah. So moving on to Chuo. So Chuo did a clean and jerk that's just outrageously impressive. It's... um. She clean and jerked 140 kilos at 59. <laughs> so if you haven't caught on by now, this is just more of a things we thought were cool about the yeah. world as opposed to... <laughs> it's in no way a proper review it's not of like the a systematic, Yeah, it's not a systematic review of it. So and like her clean and jerk techers are absolutely textbook. So this is 2.3 times her body weight. Yeah. So, and it it, it really looked like... If For those of you who thought Gurf just pulled that out of his ass, he, uh, he actually just pulled it out of a calculator. So if it looked like... <laughs> She could have done more in the day. It very looks like it looks like she can do a, a more come Tokyo. Yeah. So Jesus, one and it was very nice, very very nice. Yeah, like um, it's her. In our seminars, we use Tantou as a snatch. Yeah. Video. We have like an analysis section. Yeah. And we use her for a clean and jerk video. She is perfectly built for weightlifting. Well, we'll have to change it for this one now. In phenomenal shape. Great shape. She yeah. is. If I had to think, if you were like pick an athlete. Like a true athlete from weightlifting, I would yeah. say Chuo is of all the weightlifters. She's the first to swing to mind for me. Uh, I can't think. Who would you think? Would you? I think Lou obviously is. Yeah. In phenomenal shape. Of course, but as an just a who an all round athlete. Yeah, she springs to mind for me, especially for a lot of them. Um. Yeah, she's amazing technique. So, and she snatched one oh six. So. And it looked pretty handy. What happened was she got a press out on one oh five or one oh six, and it was a harshish call. But yeah, yeah. It was. I, I, she got called, so she repeated the lift. I think at one oh six just to secure it. Um, I think that's what we're seeing from worlds a lot. Is yeah. that people are just going for the, the like solid repeat lift, what and I, not taking big risks, which of course is like completely understandable. So the whole dynamic now has changed as individual qualification goes. Yeah. It's less go for broke at each individual competition and more of a, a train for the uh, six competitions you have to do. So what it's kind slowly, of slowly, slowly catchy monkey. So what it's kind of done is it's made each competition just a little bit less important. It's as part some of the whole, or some of the, all the parts as opposed to each one because you never really knew if you were going to make the Olympics, so you had to prove yeah. it. But now you've got to play the long game. And present yourself for doping, which is the whole idea, I think. But yeah. it's made it more interesting for anti-doping. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's made it more interesting for people to watch for spectators. And I think it also puts more emphasis on the Olympics as this huge spectacle, which is actually a bit detrimental to weightlifting if we ever do kick out. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> so, uh, so obviously she's. So we saw a lot of world records and big lifts, and she was among them. One of the interesting things we saw, things, I did it again, after her training was she kept training, of course. Yeah. Um, Like a lot of people do. And why would you not, especially in a training hall that amazing? Yeah. With all world record breakers around you, you would have to do another week. And when that's what you do every single day of the week, you probably just want to maintain some. Yeah. And obviously, like we're saying, it's a some of the whole parts, so you've got to keep keep the finger on the button. And um, She was doing some, you you getting sick. No, I'm just burping continuously. I had a gram of caffeine today, I think. You're disgusting. Yeah. So um, <laughs> she was doing some ladder drills and stuff, and I saw some places where people were wondering why was she doing that. And 
well to me it seems quite obvious why she was doing that and basically she's just finished a major international competition yeah she's of course beginning her somewhat GPP phase so yeah I think like so the two of us have very very similar views on programming obviously we own a programming company together Um, and for us when we like spoke about this and talked about what was happening it was very very clear that like she's just starting a GPP phase she's doing some general This this is what athletes do when they start to prep again, they just do general work. There's no point in her going maxing back squats or maxing pulls after a competition. She did do 185 back squat after competition, though. I think a lot of that is purely for the crack. Oh, no doubt about <laughs> it. Know, like, she did 103 to 123 And again. you see a few of the Chinese national team doing, like, max deadlifts, like... But that's before a competition. Where, was that before? Loads of them were before. They're all fuck before. Fuck off. So, um, she did what a triple fuck? bodyweight back squat, like, 185, and it looked very easy. Yeah. And so she was doing some skill work with some work capacity work. So that's to make her feel a bit better because obviously she was going ham and potatoes on the heavy snatch and clean and jerk before she got to this competition. And we know from All Thing Gyms featuring David Buffa's documentary on Chuo is that her coach, he said he was trained by a Russian coach first and then he learned from a Chinese coach a few years later. Okay. So he's a mismatch of everything. But if he was originally trained by a Russian coach, an old Russian coach, yeah, that, there's it would a have been massive periodization. 100% yeah. that he was learning some of Romanov's book or whatever like that. Yeah. He was doing some basic GPP. Yeah, building blocks. I, li- I really like it. Um, It's just that it's hard to convince Wailer to do it. Yeah. It's hard to convince myself <laughs> to do to it. Conv- yeah. I would like to try it, but... Who, <laughs> but, uh, no. Currently training, like... <laughs> You know when you're training seven to like nine times a week or whatever? Yeah. It's hard to be like, I'm going to do some drills. Yeah, I'm going to do some uh, jumping jacks. Today would have been a perfect day to do it. Yeah. Some ladders. I should have done it. <laughs> I'm going to try it next week. So moving on from there. Um, what we, we, oh, so we'll keep it to women. Yeah. Uh, Deng Wei. Is it Day Wei? Deng Wei. Days. We would just like to put out sorry a, a blanket apology I'm for so the, <laughs> the horrendous uh, pronunciations. Uh, it's not our fault. We just don't know how to pronounce these things. They can't pronounce our, our names or something. I think it is Deng Wei, isn't it? I think I'm almost certain it's Deng Wei. I'm trying to find So 64 kilo class. Uh, snatched 116 and clean and jerked 145. That is outlandish. So. Um, <laughs> oh my god. I'm trying to just make sure. It, I'm, it, it is Deng Wei, I'm sure of it. No, it is, it is, it is. So And then obviously in that same class, Toma uh Lordian. Lordi um Lordina. Uh but well what I would like to point out about Deng Wei's lifts, right? You pointed out Garf. They were so fucking easy. Yeah. Toma Lordina. Lordina. Gabriel told us how to say it and I just can't remember. <laughs> it's not our fault. No. Um And Toma got bronze in that class. So Weightlifting House was saying Deng Wei, when she was in the training hall after one of her training sessions, right? You'll, I think you'll love this. Now, right? Go on, you'll love it. Are you listening? <laughs> I can feel, a, I can feel a research-based approach coming. <laughs> no, it's more of a mythology-based oh, approach. Oh, even better. So she was doing um, a complex, right? Like, like, near a complex you've never heard before. Go on. So she was doing her pulls. Like me, yeah. So she do like a pull, hand pull, then she dropped the bar, set up to do a pull, get her start position, let go of the bar. Step back, step forward again and do and do another pull. And she did a load of times at weights. Seb was saying. So basically, 
she was literally just practicing her start position yeah yeah I like that I think is something yeah. I'm going to start doing because yeah. very often I know I like it a lot you like it <laughs> personally it's very easy to rush your start position yeah so, and I, th- I think and her lifts are just actually I want to sh- I don't know if you've seen the videos but her they were s- they genuinely in the training like, hall no no the world records I think I did second attempts yeah they were it's like that's something else like I actually really like that approach especially when people are doing pulls because pulls are the two things that people devalue them because Asher fuck it they're only pulled yeah it's, it's very easy and to then do that as well. they have the second thing of that they tend to be heavy so they might be maximal or they might actually be super maximal pulls where they're above the weight of our snatcher or clean and that also leads to poor technique and poor setups where people are rushing it off the floor and obviously of course of course it goes without saying if you start to lift shit it's going to be shit yeah no matter what way you go about it you said it um, so her technique is her split jerk is phenomenal it's so good oh here we have it okay uh, dang wait oh she has an Instagram I did not know that so she's doing 116 here and interesting she wears a belt um, she's built like pretty much every other Chinese lower weight class female weightlifter she has costamantas as well with her name and stuff on them I think how jealous are you uh, I don't like the white ones I'm not into it I'm all bleak stop oh my that's god amazing. it's so easy so obviously just go to if you, oh, I want that it's a bit of a shit page oh here's a 145 it's <laughs> uh, those pages that repost everyone's videos yeah yeah I and don't while, like them either personally I, I have no problem with them people who make the videos have said to me a few people that they yeah. don't like them so I won't give them any credit so this is 145 at 64 which is fucking crazy Um, so both of these look like second attempts uh, well the jerk would look very interesting rack position yeah her lockout is crazy phenomenal you notice with the really good uh, female jerkers as obviously the female bar is incredibly quippy yeah so they use a really short dip and the oscillation of the bar yeah and, and it's a vicious stop in the bottom nail it yeah um, that's like what? What? what is she going to do in Tokyo <laughs> or a few years or literally nobody knows you know I really like weightlifting is the way it's going is that and to no intention like I didn't actively try to this but there's a lot of female weightlifting which wasn't before I'm very interested in now like I, yeah. like I actively watched Thomas session with Deng Wei as well because I really wanted to see yeah 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 because I like watching the way they lift because they're very powerful yeah and the weights and very technically proficient like so they're not just muscling weights so if you think about this right this is the way I put Chuo's 140 so Am Young Chul did 166 to 55 yes she did 140 to 59 that's yeah 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 closer than it's not close yeah so like that in itself is, is something when you think about it which is you you, you got to respect it so then probably a class that got more attention and media mm-hmm. than on any other class yeah was Kate Knight versus Maddie yeah it, it the American throwdown that's yeah um, so three years Kate has been lifting did you see the video of her in 2016 no I did not actually so Obviously, Kate's world champ now as yeah. a 20-year-old. So sure. she's still a junior. She's very young. I think she might be a little bit older than that. Go on. Um, anyway, she's exceptionally ja- uh, talented. But she had a video up in her story yesterday of her doing a snatch in 2016, wearing like a pair of running shoes. Mm-hmm. It was like 67 or 70 kilos or something. Was it bad? Oh, yeah. She dropped the binder and failed. Okay. 
like that's a three year turnaround to being world champ that's phenomenal it is unbelievable so we're just watching Deng May do 150 clean jerk in training <laughs> three fives on outside which is unforgivable yeah that control of that whip in the bear so obviously Kate's performance in three years is and regardless of what you want to say about the weight class not being in an Olympic weight class you're still a world champion and no one can take that away from you and I'm sure a stipend will reflect that uh, I think what did Maddie do again do you get it so a question a lot of people were asking was yeah. why she dropped down Kate like, yeah yeah. Um, because it's not Olympic class mm-hmm. so you still get Roby points in yeah and like that's the important thing with all these competitions is you get those points and you build up so she obviously wants to do as best as possible in her class yeah. so if she feels like she's going to win 71s mm-hmm. she'll get more Roby points than she will for doing a certain placing in 76s I assume it will be 76 she'll end up yeah it would make sense to go down again because um, she's yeah, very strong yeah one thing to mention on Matty like obviously she didn't win the gold like she got bronze yeah but it's her third world championships in a row meddling I think she's the first US female ever to do that that's f- that's f- phenomenal and, and like, people like people are because Kate's coming up now you'll see a lot of people like do it's like the Kate versus Maddie thing and like you know, Maddie's getting a lot of shit lately yeah then. a lot of shit and like she's a phenomenal athlete yeah like and doing unbelievable performances at international camp and I think people shouldn't be throwing the baby out with the bat water like because there's a new up and coming lifter lifting is hard as fuck yeah so it's not like she's continually bombing no um, and to me she doesn't seem to post really antagonizing stuff no so but anyway, we're not here to... <laughs> we're not here to take sides. Well, we are taking sides, but... The bitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, great performance of both of them, great. for sure. So moving on to the lads. Uh, oh, we never talked about Toma in the 64 class. Oh, we didn't. So she, in the training hall, had made a 116 snatch, which would have been a world record, which is what Deng Wei made. But yes. no doubt she would have made more if she needed to. Yeah. But she didn't. Uh, so Toma kind of... It was a press out in the right arm, but it was still a training make, which is phenomenal. No straps. And Toma, I think, still made 112 was an international PR. Her cleaning jerk wasn't as good. I think she missed one or two cleaning jerks. So, yeah. Um, I know she was going in for the world record. And hopefully by Tokyo, she'll be in great, great shape for that. Yeah. Um, so, who are you moving on to? Um, Om Young Chun, the North Korean. Om Young Chul. I have no idea how to pronounce his name. Phonetically pronounce that one. <laughs> so, 156. 166 at, at 55 kilos yeah uh, he's clean jerk three times probably a bit more than any other weightlifter ever in competition in competition that is crazy craziness so and f- it's like when you see him clean and jerk that mm-hmm. you see every single kilo of it oh my god like Did Max holding that lift? overhead yeah that man is about to be compressed into the platform but this is not even remotely his most impressive lift he did 170 was one or two at 56 you're telling me that kilo makes any difference? <laughs> well, so obviously he's 54 point something, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, there's, there's nothing more to be said about him. No. It's, just, it's not so, the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. So, like, so even a crossword <laughs> said that to me. Two people, different people who are not waiters said that to me. Yeah. That they'd seen that lift, but who are, like, they found it impressive. Yeah. So, of course. And I think, like, if you... I could win that weight class as well, so. It's... As a one-off. Something that always shocks me, right? Right. 
is when you see weightlifters yeah and you're just because they're all other weightlifters in competition yeah they all just look like oh that's a normal size human yeah it's not. but they're small people they're tiny have you ever seen 56s elite ones in real life yeah but I have I, I've seen 85s in real life and they're tiny and then you see this little fella you should feed 56 you can life. barely see the top of his head above the plates like but they're just tiny <laughs> they're humans so small and they're clearly jerking 166 the power he looks like Holy a max deadlift from the floor yeah uh, okay we'll move on up a bit so we have uh, just something you wanted to comment on Leaf had been snatched 145 and clean direct 170 something 173 maybe but his technique is beautiful mm. just a nice one to look at if you haven't got a chance to look at it yet and then we have <laughs> you'll notice the recurring themes of us just being like this one was really pretty yeah I like that one <laughs> uh, so we have Xi Jiang so Xi Jiang so he did so okay so he clean and jerked in the new weight class um, at 71 uh, he did 197 clean and jerk which was a world record um, but the old world record in the 69s was 198 so well that's very impressive of course yeah. of course everybody knows that he power cleaned 190 190 kilo power clean in competition which is so 7 kilos under under the world record he, he just did so just like if you take for it in itself a 90 190 kilo power clean it's absolutely fun- like it's just a very impressive lift all by itself to do 190 power clean especially not as a super so for a 71 to do 190 kilo power clean it's absolutely amazing so for a 71 to do 190 kilo power clean in competition is even more phenomenal it's just it's just mind boggling like just to do a 190 kilo power clean as a 71 it's just it's hard you say the phrase enough and it doesn't even make sense and it it really looked like he could have done another 3 to 5 kilos in the power it's clean it's scary and then he's jerked in is like he had kind of had to fight for the 197 and stuff so yeah Look, what I always say about the squat jerkers is they always look like they could do a decent, like, look, you have a lot of shit people split jerk that weight, right? Yeah. Or less talented than him. Well, not yeah, they're not shit. Not like shit, okay, way. relatively, right? So you're telling me a freak of his nature couldn't learn a, yeah. a no case split jerk. Surely. Yeah. He yeah. nearly bombed at the, like, at the Asians this year. The inconsistency yeah. of squat jerking makes me nervous. Yeah, it makes me nervous. Just Imagine how nervous the coaches are. Yeah, and like, I, I get it, right? Ideally, in an ideal world, biomechanically, they have to put the bear less high. Yeah. They don't have to put it as high. And there's no deviation of their body. There's either. no deviation. It's a smaller displacement of the feet. Yeah. There's less to go wrong. But at the moment, it's not a consistent lift. It never will be. Humans aren't going to change. No. Moving on to squat jerkers. <laughs> you've Lou at 81 so this is probably one of the most um, Grandpa Lou <laughs> Grandpa Lou was probably one of the biggest performances for a lot of people yeah yeah I think it's really interesting when you see Gabriel Sincrean like a friend of ours yeah who originally yeah like was ev- done was he's, done he was done, done weightlifting was like he's gonna be too old we would agree with he him. gets back yeah, yeah. I would have been like yeah that's that's a reasonable thing and now you see him being like fuck yeah what age is Lou Lou is like 35 35 yeah hitting all time PRs in competition so international and the very clo- like international PRs are just crazy so he did 107 kilos so he did 171 207 at 81 yeah so the weight class 
increase came at a great time for him actually yeah so as he got older a bit of extra muscle mass did not go astray and he was actually injured but I don't know if the Chinese were playing at something there so I suspect what was the story there he's getting his back iced in between all his clean and jerk attempts and I know he said in the thing he said and he thought to the lift that he was like oh I want to make do if it's my last clean and jerk or whatever yeah so there's, there's no reason he did to be fair now when he dropped the 207 he did he fall yeah he did to be fair but then he got up so <laughs> whatever it's like he still made 207 to beat his teammates his younger teammate Lee Dayen yeah by one kilo can you imagine oh. what squad sessions are like there that's but he said that that like he's a lot of there are a lot of up-and-comers pushing him so he yeah. feels great and he said his family's really good to push him and stuff so 35 lifetime PB clean and jerks in international competition winning gold at Worlds it's uh, very inspiring yeah he's a stallion crazy a stallion <laughs> um, at some stage you're just gonna start mating him to other really good weightlifters his wife is actually she was an ex-weightlifter really yeah I think uh, she's imagine like imagine what their kids are like they've two kids in here from the photos we oh see. my god so we can only imagine they'll be talented and yeah. you let them know we're near weightlifting I wonder do the Olympic question just come in like oh we'll, we'll, we'll take this one yeah we'll take her we'll take him yeah you can leave that fella now he's too tall no don't worry about him you can have him at home now <laughs> you can have him now he'll look after the firm uh, Lou is obviously minted at this stage too he's an absolute baller do you see the IWF documentary what the lift the world room where he's eating watermelon with a popped collar in the in club the club yeah yeah there was a video of uh, before of Le, like Leho backing in and like fucking a, a Merc yeah cheap and shit um We've oh we've already kind of touched on Tashiki. So the ninety sixes, of course, is uh, we had a horse in the race here. Yeah, uh, with Miso. So phenomenal performance from Miso. Really good. He looks great. Looks great. Looks looks better than he's ever has. Yeah. Um. So we have Tan Heart Attack Tao's performance. <laughs> so Tan made two out of six lifts. It should be. Oh it should actually God. be legal. There should be a rule in the rule book that you can't win a two out of no, six. I lifts. love it. I absolutely love it. So, I, like, I was watching it and I was texting the lads because they weren't watching it at all. And I was like, oh my God, he's going for it. There's no way Lou will get this. You or Tento. See, Griff was like spelling words wrong because he was so nervous. He's like, he's going to make. No, he's, he's got, made it. He's made it. So, if you don't know what happened, or. So, basically, it was a, a real two horse race between um, Miso and Tiento. So, Miso had a great snatch session. He snatched 177, which was a definitely a comp PR for him. And he made two out of three snatches. He's typically not great at snatching, and they looked a lot better. And he missed one. The hilarious thing about Miso is, yeah, everybody in his family is like, no, none of us just snatch good. No, <laughs> like his father was an international yeah. weightlifter. Two of his brothers are like strong dudes. Yeah, and uh, they're just like, no, we don't snatch real good. <laughs> and he dropped one eighty one as he was standing up, and it was very close. Yeah. So then, Tanto missed his first two snatches at one seventy five, jumped to one eighty, and nailed it. So then. We get to clean jerks. Everybody else is done. The two boys haven't come out yet. Openers. Yeah. Um, Mies opens at 217 to secure a total because he said he needed it, obviously, because he bombed in the yeah. lesions. So he just, this was to make sure. Then he jumped. Also, Tantau came out then, obviously, to ensure a total as well. And then 218. So they were both playing a conservative game. As is the long game now, they have to. And it makes things a lot harder if you don't because you get more points for like the worlds and stuff. Yeah. So then that's when the, um, the ploy for the world championship went and Miso came out with 224 absolutely nailed it yeah Um, his best is 225 in comp and this was a lot better than the 225 he absolutely nailed it the cleans are so easy and then Tantau came out and missed his 225 
and I was like, the lads, there's just no way Tantau was going to make two thirty because the miss was a hard miss. Like, yeah, it wasn't like oh, I actually ooh. haven't seen that miss. It wasn't. I've like seen a, the make. It wasn't like oh, maybe it was. A, it was a hard miss. It was a hard miss. Like, yeah. And, uh, so Misa comes out then. So Tantau jumps two thirty for the win. Misa comes out at two thirty. Uh, misses the bounce in the clean because the bar was kind of forward. Signs up. Yeah. Doesn't no chance of jerking that one. That particular clean. So then Tantel comes out and me and including a lot of people were like, there's there's no way you can make this. Yeah. And then just, you can only imagine how much pressure is on him. Like the momentum of all the incredible Chinese yeah. performances so far in the competition. He's one of the, this is probably the last, third last big performance coming from them. For the Worlds, like it's a lift he can definitely make as well. And he just absolutely nails it. Yeah. So he cleans it, of course, and no one was any doubt of that. But then the jerk was just, it was a great jerk. Uh, two out of six wins the Worlds. I love it. So Obviously, I would love to see our buddy do well. But uh, Of course. It was fantastic. But two out of six. It's just like so maverick, Joe. I think <laughs> it's like that guy who plays a five-a-side match and he like doesn't show up during the week and he yeah. just rocks in on like a Friday or a Saturday. Puts in three goals. Ties his boots on. Yeah. Goes on with 20 minutes left. Yeah. Scores the winner. Yeah. Jogs off. Nails it. <laughs> a few points. Yeah. Uh, so interesting. And Rastami got done in that class. Oh shit, we've got a Rastami. Well, so, uh, according to people who were there, so it looked like when you're watching it that he got done. So he was coming out, so he had 179 down. Yeah. Someone else took 179 and then the bar was loaded to 180. But apparently what happened was he, his coach had put him on the change back down to 179 too late. So it originally he had 180 as an opener. Yes. And then, as he was coming out to do 180, he was going to take 180. His clock was messed up, so he had to wait three minutes before his first attempt, right? So, yeah, his coaches might have fucked up or whatever, but they shouldn't have taken the attempt. He should always have been left at 180. And so, when he came out, the clock was messed up, and so he had to wait an extra... He was on the stage now chalking up, and then he had to wait. So, right, so what I... So, some people ask me this uh, during the week, right? And I've seen some people on other places saying <laughs> that it doesn't matter he should have like it's you know plenty of people have to wait for their lifts and stuff oh, it's like but this is coming from people who've never done an international competition yeah. right and it's also coming from people who've never, never snatched anywhere near, near snatched weights. 180 right so you you have to imagine yourself in a situation right where you're coming out to snatch 180 on an international platform at the biggest second biggest competition you'll ever do as a weightlifter yeah you you have to imagine right that you have a certain mindset of course and you have to so when you come out for this lift your mindset is on a track and you've seen the series of events yeah, leading up to cascade. this cascade yeah and you've so like because Rastami is an absolute veteran of international competitions and weightlifting competitions for him when he chalks his hands the next few moments are predetermined for him and imagine yeah that he's done it so many times so when someone says no no come back down the stairs after not having done a lift, that's such a change. Yeah. And I don't care who you are. And so obviously, maybe mentally stronger lifters would have made it or mentally more resilient or tough yes. or whatever you want to call it. So whatever you want whatever you want to put this, I think he was still at a disadvantage that other lifters yeah. didn't have to do. Yeah, yeah. So waiting an extra three minutes is something you deal with all the time in the back room or five minutes or whatever. Mm. And you're able to, and you go into a kind of uh, like a simmer mode, like you're, taking over yeah. the car's idling while you're waiting for your next attempt yeah but once you began that cascade yeah and you're walking out yeah and you're chalking up yeah and you're getting ready yeah and then it's like beep 
uh, sorry there just just hold on one second yeah it's it's mad like it's you know it's like so, just starting a drag race yeah and just about to take off some like hang on hang on, hang on a minute like if some if a sprinter was stopped a third of the way through the run yeah like you imagine how, like you know when they fall starts you yeah. can see all the sprinters are like you can see they're all just flustered you know it's like right so you're going through the mcdonald's drive through right and sometimes if like somebody awkward or there's something weird like they don't want gherkins in their burger yeah and then they're like oh yeah just go and park in the space there and we bring it out to you there in oh, two seconds yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. that's grand mm-hmm. but if you're sitting at the table and you have a double quarter pounder in your hand mm-hmm. and you're about to take a bite mm-hmm. and someone's just like oh will you uh, stop there for two seconds yeah 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 and then you're just like this is so annoying that, like, it's it's <laughs> so what happened then was he missed his first attempt yeah second attempt he had to run forward to this then the third attempt he kind of stood up funny and then he kind of um, so some people are speculating he didn't actually hurt his elbow so we, obviously we have no clue he, so regardless he, he'd bombed out missed three attempts and then he like addressed the crowd saying he was ready for a 195 kilo snatch and he was like but some people here didn't want to see it and what yeah so did he say that yeah he said that um, so it's a shit situation for him all around he didn't what? he didn't come out for clean jerks because there is really new points yeah, getting yeah. A, just a medal in those I suppose for him because they won't count towards these ropey points yeah so, so disappointing so then we had Plez Dianton win with one an 81 snatch who used to compete for Ukraine but now is Georgia he's an absolute weapon of a man his technique is so good yeah it's so slick I have this feeling that like if I was going to be killed by a contract killer it would look like him do you reckon yeah, oh he does like look like um, pale shaved head for like, your man hitman from um, fucking like transporter or something yeah just like yeah. Jason Statham his lockout is so good oh he's so strong I really like his jerk oh his jerk is very good as yeah. well yeah yeah he's um great little lifter right um and he's young too he's very young I think yeah 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 so he's the one to watch in the future he's got a lot of yeah a lot of yeah he's yeah. 213 he's clean as you know if you go to his Instagram and I followed him for a while now he does so many pause lifts really and you can tell like from his like but he's doing pause lifts with like I'll pop onto his page there and show you a few of them he's doing like pause like power snatches like 150 and stuff paused where? Or, like the knee and stuff Jesus so there's no wonder like if you look from this angle uh, his pull is just so strong like he's he is if I had to pick one to watch from from the worlds I would say Plesnoy Anton is or Anton Plesnoy is one of them is, is one of the big ones because yeah. I remember watching for ages and he never really competed and then he did Europeans this year and he did a decent total but I was like oh like what's you know you're kind of wondering what's the situation but because he'd moved to Georgia also if you want to see old school training halls <laughs> this one in Ukraine I wonder how that worked I wonder how he ended up from oh yeah so he just pauses everything. he does a lot of block stuff as well yeah loads of no foot stuff yeah you're like high degree of variance in his exercise selection you might say and it's working a gold yeah. medal in a stacked 96 kilo class yeah oh also something we totally forgot to mention was I'm just going to say this now if Maradi had been there he'd have won no problem <laughs> I just it is the way it is like but he wasn't there no, so he didn't win if you don't show up you can't win no Um. so he dislocated his shoulder attempting a 200 kilo snatch after a back injury which I'm doing in inverted commas there Um. so I don't know what that means for him now I don't know if he can still make the Olympics or yeah, not. Yeah, I think he can. So hopefully he can, because he is is outrageously an unbelievably good lifter. I'd love to see what the Georgians are doing in training. <laughs> They've a lot of good lifters. I can think of one thing. Paul Satchez? <laughs> is it Paul Satchez? 
Yeah, so 165 paw snatch. No wonder he's in 180. This is like last year as well. His positions are so good. So slick. Yeah. He's kind of knacked as well, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so here about to be now. So 96 is... So then we the one on... So the one or twos weren't really... Kind of nowhere really... Well, there was just nothing... Significant. Stood out, yeah. So it's not Olympic class, so... Um, it is it is what it is. Yeah, and then the 109s. So we had the 109s. The snatch battle. The snatch battle between Shang Ji, Simon Marsorian and Andrea Ramno. Great to see Andrea Ramno making a severe comeback. Yeah. So wasn't sure if there for a while if he was going to make his, it all. Uh, his progression curve has been steep. It's been, it was very steep there from yeah. the, so I think at the Europeans this year he did like 180-ish to early 220s, but he snatched in, went to 198. Yeah. So he still has the heaviest non-super snatch competition yet of anyone of this generation of lifters. It's crazy, isn't it? 200 kilos at 08 Olympics as a junior. <laughs> so he's... Um, a strong young fella. <laughs> Anton Plesna is doing 200 kilo pause cleans here. Yeah. That's nominal. Yeah, but he's not snatching it as a junior. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You're dead right, Fitz. So he... Um, so with those... With that class, there was Sang Lee came out and did 197. And then Andrew Randall came out and did 198. And then Simon, Simon Marty came out and did one, 199. 199. He came in in 99. Madness. Madness. And then obviously Simon is a outrageous clean jerker. So he came out and did, um, he just waited until everyone else had finished <laughs> and clean jerked to 30. He jumped to 41 and cleaned it but didn't jerk it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter at it that does. stage. No, it doesn't. You know, like, He's winning with his first clean and jerk. So. Yeah. Um, I suppose lastly then of course we have the Lasha the Lashinator the Lashinator going on the Lash Lashinator um, so look what you realistically yeah. Lasha just looked like he was in the training hall doing his last heavy day or like can a I, heavy day for the week can I say can I say something <laughs> I don't like watching Super Heavy's lift yeah but it, like the only thing like it's just so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like just so it's, heavy. It's so fucking heavy, and so he's heavy. so big. But it's so easy as well. Like if we took that two twenty, right, mm -hmm. at that height, right, and dropped it on the bonnet of your car, yeah, it would rock the engine Jesus. off the engine mount. Holy shit! You're dead right. Actually, you go straight through it. Yeah, mash it. If there was a cow standing underneath it. They will kill the cow stone dead. And he's snatching 220 kilos like... It genuinely looked like, like an, it's a second attempt. Yeah. He looks like he'd snatch 230 maybe more. He looks like he's doing the, the Bergener warm-up with a PVC pipe. <laughs> you know what? He, it's actually to his detriment because he makes it look so easy. That nobody even pays attention to it. Like it's hard to... Um, like he's clean in jerks, right? Do you know what they kind of... He's clean sometimes look to me, right? Is You know when you get an absolute horse of a man come into the CrossFit class right yeah, oh my god but he's never done CrossFit or weightlifting this before this is the power clean is it and it's just like my brother is like that yeah just like he like muscle cleaned and pressed 80 kilos or something like his <laughs> second time clean jerking you know? like we get a lot of people like that yeah because like where we're from there's a lot of like people in agriculture people in like hard work like this is what lashes looks like but at 255 yeah. 64 kilos it just looks like farmer strength. Oh, it's um, but oh. it's it's so impressive. So his snatch is obviously very very smooth, but his clean and jerk looks so good. So I don't I don't know, I don't know what what he's gonna do. 
Um, hopefully, I really like if he doesn't snatch. F- so two thirty be obviously incredible, yeah. but I just want to see two twenty five four reds snatched. That's what I want to see. <sighs> the big cleaning jerks are very cool. Two seventy five two. Yeah, but if we if we saw two twenty five two seventy five, I wouldn't. They could shut down the class. Then I'd say. <laughs> We're done. We're done here. They could actually uh, just we're fin- finished. They Thanks, guys. <laughs> just finish up and be like, uh, "See you next year." Do you know, this is kind of it, really. Yeah. Nothing. No Nothing one's ever we'll get better. Uh, so. Oh, two thirty would be amazing, though. It it all depends on what he wants to do, I suppose. Yeah. And how much he can get away with. That's the problem. Yeah. So sometimes I w- I wonder. So what we mentioned. Sometimes it. I sit and thinks, and <laughs> sometimes I just sit. <laughs> Think of a way to sing. What do you think about nothing? <laughs> My brain is just taking over, idling. I, but uh, I, I wonder sometimes from what we've uh, behind the curtain. Sometimes, but we leave it at that. From what we've seen, um, I wonder: is there a stage where you push it too much, and they're like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Like, I wonder: did that ever happen? I wonder: is it like, ah, oh, lads, you're taking the piss now. We have to do something. Yeah. Do you know? Does that ever happen? Yeah. Like, it's yeah, like you yeah. coming out doing two ten or something as a like ninety six. Yeah. And they're like, there for fuck's sake, we told Would you not you to do that. Stop? Yeah. Like, calm down a bit. It's too <laughs> obvious. Whereas, like, Lasha has come back from a ban, uh, and I, I don't know if a lot of people know that he was banned. Yeah, as I'm, a, as an underage. So, um, I mentioned that in another podcast we just recorded, but he was at the European Juniors that I was at in twenty thirteen in Estonia. He power snatched one seventeen. <laughs> But he actually got banned after that. Obviously, he won. Jeez, that's mad, isn't it? That's absolutely mad. He's wearing those shitty white and red Adidas shoes that Clarence used to lift in. Oh yeah, the yeah. spongy heel. He like he was lifting those, and I think it was Nazanazalazalazalazalal. He tested positive for okay a favorite of Waitlers, it seems. Oh my god, everybody gets popped for it. And he, um, so I wonder, is there what's the dealio like with all that going on? Of like. As we say, if it walks like a duck. If it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck. Yeah. And it sounds like a duck. It's probably a fucking duck. All right. So that's our uh, extremely uncomprehensive review of the things we saw that were shiny and sparkly and we enjoyed it. Just send them the bill, you know. That world. Thanks, guys. Uh, there's no quack with you, Dara. <laughs> hey.